got donuts? I got donuts. <laughs> Sam, man, good to see you. Good to see you, Judd. I always appreciate seeing your smiling face here at Wind Down Media when I walk in the door every Tuesday morning. This is Sam Craycraft. He's the director of Lasting Impressions here at the radio station. And you have been our guest. I really appreciate you sitting down. You know, Lauren and I get to chat with you briefly every week uh, as we come in before the show, but we really didn't know much about you. And it's been a pleasure getting to know what makes you, you, and really great to see the natural, hospitable nature you display and get a little sense about where that comes from. So thanks. Thank you. I know, I know, I, I know you were a little nervous about sitting down, but you're cool, man. You're cool. Just a little bit. Ah, you're great. We made it. We made it through. We just wrapped it, and I think it was a nice episode. I sure had fun talking to you. Before we get to the show, I think Mr. Lauren Mole has a thing or two he'd like to say. We invite you to join Judd at his family's winery at the south end of Silverado Trail, Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at juddshill.com. Or you can call 707-255-2332. Thanks, Lauren. And while folks are online getting that visiting information, uh, you know, why not take a look around? We've got some cool things. We've got some fun videos. We've got uh, some, some uh, what do you call it, events? That's what you call those things. Fun things to do <laughs> with fine wine among the verdant vines, not only at the winery, but out and about our cruises. And we do wine events uh, around the country, around the world. We also, believe it or not, on this website, have wine. Our delicious small lot wine. And, uh, Lauren, I think we ought to give them a little deal for being, uh, being listeners. How about that? Just type in coupon code JNVS, all lowercase letters, please, no capitals, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Jetsail Wine Club anytime, day or night. Day or night. That website runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But this year, 366 days a year. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that exciting? Because it's a leap year. It is. And I'm leaping out of my chair with excitement. Hear that? That was, there we go. That, there it is. And actually, during this past show, you did leap out of your chair at one point, Lauren. We won't tell the audience uh, what happened, but you actually split in, I'm not sure if it was fear or disgust or a little bit of both, but you left the studio for a brief period. So something to look forward to, gang. With that said, Sam, anything you want to plug before uh, we start the show? Um, plug, plug. What, what do you mean? I mean, anything that. you got going on. How about this? Folks listening, come in and experience the hospitality of Sam Craycraft, director of Lasting Impressions here at Wind Down Media. Pop in here at Gasser Drive and uh, say hey. Drop Please him a do. line. I'll give you a tour. He'll give you a tour, and then you send him a thank you card that he can uh, put into the piles and piles of fan mail he gets every day here. And now... Enjoy the show. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. Love is like the wind. You can't see it, but you can feel it. 
from a walk to remember. And now, live from Wind Down Media Studios at South Napa Century Center, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, John Fingelstein. Ah, thank you very much, Mr. Lauren Mole. It's a pleasure to be here on another beautiful Napa Valley morning. It is. It sure is. How are you, man? What's the latest? I missed you last week, and I'm glad to see you here. You, I, I, I can't go without comment on this. I mean, this is one of those times when, you know, we wish that we had that, uh, that webcam that you so dearly desire in the Which studio. Which we are soon going to get. I hope not. I really like that radio is the theater of the mind. I like being able to conjure the vision, you know, use your imagination and not just be shown what's happening. However, right now, you are looking really sharp. You got a new hat. I did. Tell us about this new hat you're wearing, Lauren. Well, it's, it's the uh, official Wind Down Media hat. It's, uh, <laughs> it's black and it's uh, got a little... Uh, White mesh, it says Wind Down Media Black, and it's got a wine glass in the logo. It does. The O in Wind Down, in Down, is a wine glass with a little red wine splashing out of the right side of it. Yes, it is. And it promotes actually both stations. See, we got... Oh, yeah? On on your left side, 99.3 FM, The Vine. And on the right side... 1440 KVON. That's right. <laughs> Nicely done. You're, you wear it well, and uh, I wish you wear it in good health and happiness. Thank you, Judd. What else is happening with you oh. besides the new hat? Oh, well, what has been up with this crazy, wacky weather we had on Sunday? Well, um, boy, oh, boy. That was quite a windstorm we had, oh, wasn't it? man. Were you okay? Uh, I, I, I was, but then I lost power yesterday morning. You did. Were you caught up uh, out and about, and did the wind, uh, did the, the power outage cause you much inconvenience? A little bit. A little bit of a morning routine. Mm. But thanks to my flashlight, I was still able to get it done. <laughs> okay, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, it, it, it got us pretty good. We had scheduled our annual Judd's Hill Valentine party for this past Sunday, and uh, I got up. I was just getting ready. I had my red blazer on. I got my Valentine uh, outfit to welcome all our guests and uh, got a call from the folks who got to the winery a little bit earlier than I that the power was out. So ran down there. Couldn't quite get to the winery. I got basically to our driveway on Silverado Trail and there was an emergency fire crew right out front, right at our driveway. And the guy was vehemently waving his hands, telling me to stop, stop, stop. Came over and said, that's a live power line. There was a live power line down across Silverado Trail right at our driveway. Yeah, you just made a face. That's exactly the face I made. So I (sighs) drove all the way around, took an extra, um, I don't know how many minutes, but, you know, a very roundabout way to get back to the winery. And when I got there, not only was the power out and and the Silverado Trail was closed uh, just to the north of us, we had stacked up these uh, barrels for display for the party, and it looked really nice, but the wind was so strong, they were wobbling, right? And I could see very clearly that this was no time to invite guests over. For the safety and comfort of our guests, we had to make a very difficult decision to, well, cancel, and at this point, it looks like postpone. We've got a couple dates we're going to come up with. It's tough, you know, we're not a big, uh, we're not a big operation, we're a small family business, and put a lot of Effort, time, expense, uh, thought and creativity in pulling off this party, and uh, it's a tough call to make. Well, actually, no. It was a very clear call to make, but a tough pill to swallow. Let's put it that way. So what we did is our wine club director and another fellow who works at our place uh, went down to Starbucks. We'll give them a little shout-out and thank them for having uh, 
power and Wi-Fi and for allowing them to set up so they could get on the computer, look at all the RSVPs of people who were coming and just start calling everybody and saying, it's not happening. Canceled the food, canceled the entertainment, canceled all the... We had a few surprises I'm not going to give away right now because we're hoping to reschedule, but tough. But had to be done. And then by that, by the time uh, they left for Starbucks, they, the authorities had closed the south part of Silverado Trail, too. So then it was absolutely a no-brainer because people just couldn't get to us. That was my weekend with the, with the wind. <laughs> Thanks, wind weather. It was a beautiful day, though. Did you see how sparkling clear it was? I mean, when it's that windy, there's no haze. Much better. There's nothing. It, it was absolutely a gorgeous day. So at least we could revel in that. And the few folks who didn't get the memo that the party was canceled and, and showed up after they reopened the trail, they, uh, they actually had a nice time. There was about a dozen people showed up, and we were able to accommodate them in the dark in the tasting room. But they, they had a nice time, and we, we strive for hospitality. That was balanced out, though. On Saturday, I was able to welcome some folks for a nice charity event uh, that I offered at the Connolly Ranch Gala. And I like to mention them because it's a wonderful organization here in Napa that allows uh, kids, adults, they have programs for all ages to experience what life on a farm is like, and certainly for urban uh, youths to have field trips to see how food is grown and animals are raised. Great place. Anyway, we were able to welcome some folks into the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop, where we have broadcasted from, in the past, the secret tiki lair, the uh, most exclusive cocktail lounge in Napa Valley. Well, not just Napa Valley, but I should say the entire North Bay. I should say the entire Bay. Okay. I was hoping you'd one-up me. Entire Bay the... Area. Okay, the entire Bay Area. No, anyway, um, so that, that was a lot of fun. I had a really great Saturday night uh, entertaining some folks. I was able to put on my uh, cocktail ambassador hat and my Mr. Hospitality Napa Valley sash and show folks a good time with uh, great cocktails in a tiki environment. And so that that was happy. It wasn't all a crazy, kooky, stressful weekend. And I, I do want to give a shout out to the folks at Judzill who, you know, had set up for this party. I'm just going to go back to this for a moment. And when we made the decision that this isn't going to happen, everybody just with a positive attitude, no grumbling, just realized it had to be done. Unset up the party. Is that a, is that a word? Unset the party? Maybe. And, and did it with, a, with smiles on the faces, um, you know, realizing the frustration that was there, but um, coping with it with aplomb. So big shout out to my gang at Judd's Hill. So that was a long preamble to our show, but um, it was quite a weekend. I've never seen wind quite like that. Actually, the last time I saw winds that strong, that was a little scary, is when the horrendous fires broke out a couple of years back. So glad nothing like that happened. You know, I'm glad too. Good. I'm glad to hear that you're glad as well. You know, this is interesting. We have, we have somebody here today who I've been wanting to talk to for some time, he's already hiding his face. No, no, this is going to be fun. Don't worry about this. You, you, if anybody I've ever talked to should be ready for this, it's you, sir. So, Lauren Mole, would you please do me the honor and our guest the privilege of an introduction? To work on this show, it helps to stay daft. And although we're unseen, we must hone our stagecraft. Our guest keeps us happy. With his mood always snappy, our man out front, Sam Creecraft. Hey. Welcome, Hello. Sam. Great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Sam Craycraft. What's up, Judd? You are the dude. Let's get right on that mic. And you are, I'm going to just lay it out here because this is one of the coolest titles I've ever heard. 
You are the director of lasting impressions That's here right. at Wind Down Media. That's me. So I want to make sure that folks get to know who you are because when anyone walks in that door, you are the first face they see. They see your big smile. My big beard. Your big beard. You do have a, a, an impressive beard. Well, yeah, you know what? Let's get to that. I'm going to write that down as a topic to come back to in a moment. You take this very seriously. You are the director of lasting impressions, first impressions as well, which are very important. What, how, do you, how do you approach that title? Because you do, you do a fine job. It's, it's obvious to me, and I think anybody who steps foot into this building, that you have hospitality running through your blood. How do you approach that and your philosophy of creating lasting impressions? Well, I worked in the restaurants for a very long time. And obviously, you know, you got to have that personality for that. You have to, you know, <clears throat> you have to see a lot of people, deal with a lot of people. And you want people to be happy. It, yeah. Making people happy makes you happy. Um, that, that, so. there you go. That is what natural hospitality people have within them. They're happy when other people are happy. And it's apparent you have that. Where were these restaurants? What, what is your background? I don't really, you know, I'm glad we're sitting down cause I see you every week. We have a nice chat when I walk in, but I don't know a whole lot about you. I don't know what makes you suited for being the director of lasting impressions, except that you're natural at it. Let's get to know who you are and you, sir, are from where? Vallejo, California. Vallejo, California. Mm-hmm. It has its pros and cons, that's for sure. Well, let's talk about Vallejo <laughs> a little bit. You grew up there? I did, yes. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I was born in Vallejo, too. Awesome. At Kaiser? Exactly. Well, well, where got, else, right? Go right on the nose. <laughs> Do you guys want a moment here? This is cool. We've got bonding going on. There's an embrace happening, and uh, okay, we're separated. So two Vallejoans right here. We could get into that as well. So growing up in Vallejo, how did you get on the path to hospitality? Um, is is well, your family involved in the restaurant business? Are they, you know, front of house type people? Uh, no. What's your story? No. Honestly, I don't know. I actually, <laughs> well, I actually started restaurant work in Vacaville. In fact, yeah. Um, I moved to Vacaville for a few years when I was sixteen, and. Um, that's how I got into the restaurant business, if that's what you were asking. I mean, yeah, I just want to know your path to, to this prestigious position, which you now hold. Did, did you find right away that you had an aptitude for this? Is that why you sought this kind of work out? Or was it just like, I just need a job? Well, I actually um, didn't seek this job out. Okay. Um, I was actually waiting Will and Jalissa, who are the owners here at Wind Down Media, KBON. Um, and they... Uh, Jalissa scouted me out, kind of, and stole me away from my restaurant. She said, hey, I like your personality. You know, you, you're peppy. You're, you seem fun, happy. We want that kind of energy here. So should I looking ask, for a job. Should I ask where that was? You don't have to give the name of the restaurant, but, like, where, where was that happening? It, it was at the Forge Pizza. Oh, just right next door. Yeah, just right next door. <laughs> right next door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I figured it had to be a place they were regulars. They probably wanted to get to, they got to know you a little bit. And um, said, this is the dude for us. So how, how did that happen? What was the, um, what was the recruitment like? She just, uh, Julissa just said, you're cool. Come work for me. She was like, if you're looking for a job, um, you know, maybe you should stop by for an interview or something. And I was like, hmm. She was like, do you like music? And I was like, I'm a musician. And, she, and so it kind of seemed just right. It seemed like it was meant to be. So... I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to try this out. And then I quit my job at the Forge. <laughs> so you're here full-time, or this is your only Half-time, gig? Half-time, or part-time, I'm, I mean. This is your gig, and you're also a musician. So let's, let's hear a little bit about that. Um, this is my chance to get to know you. And luckily, a lot of people are listening in, which I think is great, because much of the community comes in through this door, and they're going to see you right away. Now they can say, hey, Sam, let's talk about your music. Or let's talk about, well, let's talk about your music right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you a, are you a uh, what type of uh, instruments do you play? Or do you specialize in one? Do you write songs? I taught are myself you a singer? To, um, I'm a singer. I taught myself how to play guitar. I dabble in piano, but I'm really not great. I'm not that great at guitar either, honestly. <laughs> um, but I'm not bad. I'll say that. Okay. I, I could at least say that. Well, you know, I think that's all, you know, subject to opinion, a matter of opinion, what's good, what's not. But you identify as a musician. So have you been playing a long time? What styles are you into? You're a relatively young man. So I'm curious, like, do you go way back with your influences? Are you more of a modern uh, music type guy? Let's 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 delve into your brain there a little bit in the musical side. Honestly, I'm kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. I like anything from pop to the soul to I like everything. So I like to take things and then make them a different genre. Like say you got a pop song. I like to slow it down and make it like more soul. And mm. I don't know. I really like acoustic soul and R&B and that kind of thing. All right. Do you have some uh, like example of uh, something you've done that with or some artists you're, you're digging? I'm asking for me because I feel like I've been in a rut lately, and I'm somebody who really likes to explore different music, new music, always prided myself on having very eclectic tastes. But over the past uh, year or two, I've noticed I'm just going back to the same things over and over, and I like it, but it's time to expand my horizon. So where should I be going if I want to experience the musical world of Sam Craycraft? James Morrison, uh, that he inspired me to pick up a guitar. This is not the singer of The Doors. I don't know what that is. What? Oh, boy, you are a young guy. Jim Morrison, famous rock and roll uh, icon of The Doors. You're shaking your head. Okay. Nope, no idea. I won't even ask your age because at this point I think we've just figured out you're a youngin' and that's great. We love the young people and uh, glad you're... Don't let don't the know. beard fool you. I'm, I'm not... Fear the beard. <laughs> I'm not going to patronize you that way. That was that was ridiculous. Okay, James Morrison. James Morrison. Uh, like I said, he, I was really just into R&B for a long time, and then I listened to him, and he was like more soul and like acoustic, mm-hmm. and a little bit of like soft rock, and so I was. I expanded my horizons into that genre, but I I love a lot. Uh, like I said. My, I love everything. Music is awesome. I love it all. Well, part of your duties here are you take you take the videos of some of the bands that play right across in our sister studio at KVYN. They do quite a few live performances with bands that are coming through town or local bands. And you get them uh, edited and posted on social media. And That's I see right. you in here all the time with your headphones on, looking at videos of the different bands and what other what other first of all where can people see those let's give a little plug for some of the outlets for this place kvyn.com or 99.3thevine.com um under our wine vibes 
And we just started that. So you could go there and look at all of our cool videos, a lot of awesome interviews of all these awesome bands that have been coming on through here. That's great. And what are some of your other duties as the director of Lasting Impressions? Um, I put together our contests, you know, doing some commercials here and there. Uh, I've heard your voice. Can you give us uh, some examples of some of the commercials or tags so people will be like, oh, that's the guy? Uh, oh, you can do it. <laughs> uh, my last one was a while ago. Uh huh. So I but can't. Don't I hear one. you doing some of the. Do you do some of the promo tags too? Like some of the. You don't? Well, someone that. Someone's doing like an impression of you, or maybe I just don't know you as well as I thought. Lauren, Lauren gets on there once in a while. How about Lauren? Lauren, can you do a promo as Sam doing a promo of a music video that he's edited that's been posted not on social media? Well, yes, the Instagram version, not the Facebook version, that also runs on the display screen here in the lobby of Wind Down Media. That's what I want to hear from you right now. You're on the spot. Go for it. Make sure to listen to Journey Day and Take Flight on 99.3 The Vine. Find us on social media. That was it. I thought I closed my eyes. I thought that was Amazing. you, Sam. That was exactly. That was Lauren doing Sam doing a promo for a video he edited, recorded in the KVYN studios, posted not the Facebook version, but the Instagram version, but the one that's also displayed on the screen and speaker here in the lobby of Wind Down Media. I felt it. I lived it. That was it. Thank you, Lauren Mole. You are a talent beyond words uh, can describe, and I appreciate you for that. Now, Sam, <laughs> you're the director of Lasting Impressions. I think your original title was, when I first met you, um, you introduced yourself as the director of First Impressions, but this has now expanded. You want to talk about how, how that happened and why that happened? Well, first is First Impressions is just one, just one, and I didn't like that, so I wanted I wanted to always give good impressions that will last forever. What I'm going to ask you such an easy question. This is this is almost rhetorical, but why is that important? Oh, Wow, I could make an easy question really hard. But well, why is it important to have a last... Like, why should Julissa have uh, recruited you here? You know, she, she understood the importance of having somebody like you up front. And um, as you say, it goes beyond that first impression. Why, why are these so important? Well, I, And to you. I, I honestly think that, you know, those first impressions, or lasting, per se, uh -huh. um, are very important anywhere you go. Because... If you're not happily greeted when you walk in and, you know, get that beautiful farewell, then you might never <laughs> want to go back to a place. So that's basically it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. In a nutshell, that that's a great reason. And right here at Wind Down Media, we are the, I mean, this is the, the big media, you know, audio outlet for Napa Valley and the North Bay is uh, right here, these radio stations. And so many community members not only listen in, but walk through these doors, as we mentioned, and if they're not happy with Wind Down Media, the station probably will get clicked off. And you, sir, are a big reason why people... I hope so. ...enjoy their experience with Wind Down Media. No, it's, it's, it, I think it's absolutely true. You can't walk in here without getting a smile from Sam. You know, I got fan mail once. Did you? Let's hear about that. Um... It was from a lady who came in. You know what? I forget her name now. It was it was the first week I actually started here. Wow. Yeah. I uh, she even 
She waited in the lobby to say goodbye after her show. I wasn't in there, and <laughs> she said goodbye to me. And uh, and then a few days later, I got a letter, and I was like, "What mail for me here? Yeah. I, like I just started." Like, and uh, yeah, it was from her, and she just thanked me and said it was nice to meet me. And obviously, I made a good impression there. So lasting. Now, was this a? It's ge- working. Was this a guest on a show? Yes, it was. That's got to feel good, huh? Yeah, it felt really good. I was, I was like, wow, okay, I'm doing my job. You made an impression. And, and now they had to hire somebody just to sort your fan mail. Now, yes. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. Now there's mm-hmm. mountains and mountains. I'm looking. Actually, as we speak, look through that. Look, turn around. That mail person is just dropped off two sack loads at, your, <laughs> at the desk. Yeah, right, no, right there is fine. Yeah, yeah, you can leave him. He'll be out. He'll I, I be hope out. she got the outgoing. Oh, yeah, she picked that up. Yeah, she just left them right there at your desk. Wow, that's a lot of mail, Sam. And, you know, if anybody would like to drop a note uh, and add to these piles and piles of fan mail that you get, uh, I guess just send it right here. I, you know, I don't even know the address here. Do, do you off the top of your head? Yes, it is 135 Gasser Drive, Suite D. Napa, California. Napa, California. Wind Down Media. 9458. Nine. 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 Thank you. Nine four five eight nine. Nine four five five nine. Five five nine. Five five nine four eight. Five nine eight four. Nine four five five nine. You know what I don't know with you. Let's argue about the, the, the last digit for a while. I'm getting my Paleo <laughs> and Napa mixed up. <laughs> Sam Craycraft. Mm-hmm. That's who yes, they should sir. address it to. And I want to thank you. Hold on, we're gonna we got to take a little break, but I want to come back. There's some more I want to find out about you. Okay. Is that cool? Can of you hang course. for a few more? As long as you need me. Right I'm on. here. Right on. You are here for us. This is Judd's Napa Valley Show on KVON. We'll be back after these messages. La, 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 la. Welcome back to La Hora con Judd Frigglestein and sidekick Señor Lorne Moll. Muchas gracias, Lorne Moll, y la voz más fina de nuestro invitado, Sam Craycraft. And that's about the extent of that. You know, that was kind of fun. That music came on. I Actually, that was loaded in the system, and I didn't realize it, so the music started. We were all kind of digging on it, so we just let it go. And it was, it was cool. It was kind of nice. But while that was playing, Sam, our, our guest here today and the director of Lasting Impressions here at Wind Down Media, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Good Impression, that's for sure. Um, we, were talking, we were talking about your music during the break, and I asked you if you're still playing a little bit, and uh, said it's been a while since you performed, but you're still writing songs, and... And I'm kind of curious about that as somebody who loves playing music and wishes I could write a song. How do you how do you approach putting something to paper and, um, and getting it out there? Um, you know, I have done it so and this is like a lot of people ask me this question, actually. Um, and there's so many way, different ways to go about it. Like you could just be walking down the street humming something in your head and you could think, oh, that. That melody sounded kind of cool. I'm going to put words to it. So you take that melody, you add some words that sound cool with it, or I don't know, you know, whatever you're going through. Um, and you could do it that way. You could, you know, you could be playing guitar and think something sounds nice. And, you know, a lot of people ask, well, do you write the song first or do you do the music first? You mean like the lyrics first or the music? The lyrics yeah. or the melody of the song or, you know, uh, instrument do you uh yeah fair question do you make the instrumental first or do you write the music and uh 
I, you could do it either way. I've done it both ways. And will there be a chance for anybody to hear uh, any of your music coming up? Or is there somewhere stay out there? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay, stay tuned to where? 99.3 The Vine and 1440 KVON. <laughs> well played, well played. You know, I'm curious how you approach your work here. As the, as the director of Lasting Impressions, you must have this overarching philosophy of like, this is what I'm going to make sure in every situation that I'm thinking about while I interact with these people. What is that? Oh, what's the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you approach it? Like, what, what, what makes you, what, what, what is the makeup? What, what is your definition of what being a director of lasting impressions is? The philosophy of it. And for you, it's natural. I mean, some people probably have to work at keeping this in mind. Okay, someone just walked in. Here's my checklist of what I have to do. I don't think you have that. I think it's just natural. But I'm curious, like, are you thinking about something? What do you want to make sure everybody... Uh, has from you i just want to you know i just treat people the way that i want to be treated and when i walk through a door nobody ever reacts the way that i do so i i I don't know i I try to be extra you know whenever somebody walks through that door well you know and that's why i really wanted to sit down with you because in my observations you make it about the other person completely like a hundred percent you are there for that person, for the operations of this uh, station, these stations. And uh, we don't really get to know who you are because you're just all about the other uh, person. It's, it's very hospitable of you. So I'm curious, like, what other things you're into? You play a little music. You've got, um, we've got this fantastic beard that everybody knows about and talks about. And there was a whole feature-length article in the Napa Valley Register about a month ago. And then the faces and places. It's funny. They didn't really show above your nose. It was just the mustache and beard and like Sam Craycraft and his amazing beard. Uh, Can you give us uh, here in the studio and our listeners uh, some beard care tips that you follow? Just shower every day. Okay, that's a good one. I don't use any of that like <laughs> that like uh, gel or oil stuff. I don't really you know go that route. I just shower, stay clean. You know? <laughs> I think that's a good philosophy for life in general. Just stay clean and, and you know, uh, figuratively, literally, <laughs> stay clean. All right, good enough. How about um, you know? There's a word on the street, uh, Gasser Drive. In fact, right out here, very close to us. Th- that street. The word is out. That you like bugs. I do. We're talking like insects and that type of thing? Yes, the creepy crawlies. Okay, well, let's talk about some bugs. I don't think I know a whole lot about bugs. I think I like them. I had an ant farm when I was a kid and was fascinated by that. Awesome. I want an ant farm. I like, still to this day, I like picking up rocks and seeing what's under them sometimes. Me too. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But tell me, uh, wait, did you not have an ant farm? No, but I definitely need one. Yeah, they're really fun and fascinating. I mean, as a kid, I probably had a few over the years, and you can connect them and get more ants and have like a whole ant city going on. It's so fun to watch them uh, dig their little tunnels and how they interact with one another. But but enough about ant farms. Let's talk about you and your love of bugs. Um, well, my favorites of all are praying mantises. Ooh. Um, just, there's so many different kinds, and uh, some of them are just so beautiful. Uh, you know, I, the regular green ones, they're called giant Asian mantises here that you most typically see, um, which is the, the big green ones. But the ones that I like are actually from other places. Like I just got, or I had one not too long ago from Africa. Or that's, 
That's where they uh, originally come from. It was from, I think, Louisiana. Somebody in Louisiana sent it over. But they come from Africa. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's called a ghost mantis. And oh. it, when you look at it, uh, it looks just like a leaf. You wouldn't know that it was a, a bug. Uh-huh. Uh, so I love those. Uh, do you keep these as pets? Do you have a... I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. What uh, do you call I, like a terrarium or a... I, yeah. Um, so I actually... The last one I had died just a little bit ago. Mm. Um, so I'm going to get new ones. My terrarium is kind of like just not the best right now. Um, but I'm working on it. Okay. There's other bugs too that you're into? Um, you know, I like, I really like centipedes and, uh, Hercules beetles. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let's take them one by one. Centipedes uh, strike fear in a lot of folks. Me too, but I still like them. You do. Do you keep those? No, I haven't had a centipede. I'm just very interested in them. Okay, man. I, I guess, is it because they're just creepy crawly? They, are they all somewhat venomous or just certain types? We don't know. I think just certain types, actually. I don't believe all of them are. I remember my wife many years ago was on a flight from Hawaii back to California, and they were a couple hours into the flight, and uh, a centipede was spotted on the plane. There was an announcement that there was a centipede and for people to be careful. And she said that people, she said the toughest looking burly dudes that were on the flight were just like, you know, sitting curled up in a ball up on their chairs and asking, you know, turn the flight around. I would have been like, where is it? Where is it? Cool. Cool. I'll catch it. And they should have had you. That's where I was going. Uh -huh. If they had somebody on the flight like you that would just seek it out, hunt it, take care of it, yeah. take it home, love it, feed like, it. Don't step on it. Give it a name. Take it for walks every day. All right. So centipedes are in your wheelhouse. And you also said, um, uh, what was it? You just said something after that. No, Hercules beetles. Hercules beetles. That was it. What is? I don't even know what that is. It sounds like a strong bug. Well, you know what a beetle looks like, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. Generally, there's well, lots of different types. Well, it's the ones with the big old horns on their head. Oh yeah. And they the horns come in different shapes. There could be like <clears throat> like a backwards horseshoe, you could say, or like a yeah. maybe a vertical uh -huh. horseshoe shape ish type. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I like Hercules beetles. They're pretty cool. This is great. So when people are sending you the fan mail to hear, uh, to Sam say, can't say your name, Sam Craycraft here at uh, Wind Down Media, maybe they could send it on postcards with pictures of uh, bugs on them. Well, as, as long as they don't bring me any bugs here, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think my bosses would like that too much. Well, yeah, probably. And, and many of the guests who come in and out might be a little creeped out, but I don't know, I, I kind of dig it. You, could you keep a little terrain? How about Just an ant farm? keep one at my desk, yeah. Could there be an ant farm? Here, wind down media farm. I, w I hope. Now, does your love of bugs... Actually, Lauren looked like he was about to jump in there. Were you about to say something? Oh, you're approaching the mic. Okay, no. Does your love of bugs go all the way to um, the taste of them as well? Have you ever consumed bugs? Oh, no. Why'd you have to ask this? I'm not a liar. I have to ask... I have to answer truthfully. Yeah. I've actually eaten quite a few bugs when I was a kid. Why not? Lot, uh, Lauren is, oh my gosh, Lauren just took, Lauren is leaving the studio. He just, he's oh, wow, gone. He really left. He, he, Lauren's gone. Okay. He just, did you see how quickly he whipped off his headphones and left the studio? I brought some for you to try, Lauren. He just walked back in. I think you're going to chase him out again. Lauren, I'm assuming by that reaction that you have no interest in ever trying any type of bug. Absolutely not. Zero chance. 
I, I was a weird kid, okay? I don't know. I mean, in so many cultures, it's normal. And nowadays, I've been in very nice restaurants that serve different preparations of crickets, mealworms, other types of bugs. And I got to admit, I've, I've tried it. I, uh, <laughs> actually, I remember <laughs> you just brought up a memory I haven't thought about in a long time. This is many years ago before uh, I was a family man. I was renting a house with a buddy. And I'd been out with some uh, other folks. It's kind of like a pan-Asian restaurant down in Southern California. And they had different types of bugs among other quote-unquote normal food, I guess you'd call it. But I was curious, and I'm, I'm adventurous. I like trying new things. And uh, I, we ordered the crickets. They were uh, sautéed or stir-fried in, I don't know exactly, but they were nicely seasoned. They had a little crunch to them. If you didn't know, even Sam is squinting. Look at that, man. You are cringing. They, they were good. I, I enjoyed it enough that uh, since we didn't finish, I asked to box it up and take them home. And it looked like one of those, um, like you get at a Chinese restaurant, a little takeout carton. And I put it in the fridge. And the uh, next day, I guess my housemate woke up before I did. When I finally did get up, I said, Judd, um, what, 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 what was in that carton? <laughs> oh, I said, did you uh, dig into some of my leftovers? He's like, well, I was kind of hungry. I didn't see anything else in there, so I hope it's okay. But it was kind of, it was a little odd. I was like, did you like it? He's like, it tasted okay. What was it? I said, crickets. <laughs> he didn't, didn't even know what no. they were? Well, you know, by the time they're stir-fried and then been sitting overnight, they kind of lost some of their form, I think. And then his face turned about the color that Lauren's did about a minute ago. <laughs> That and uh, I don't think he ever rated any of my leftovers again. Tastes like chicken, some say. Or is that more reptiles? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think it tasted like chicken. I yeah, think. I, I, that's what T-Moon says in the cartoon version of The Lion King. Oh, is that right? Tastes like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Voiced um, by Nathan Lane. Oh, yeah. The, he, he's eating like those grubs, like those, those larvae or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. Tastes like chicken. You're a big fan of chicken wings, too, and I understand that you hold the record here at Wind Down Media for the most chicken wings consumed while sitting at the front desk daydreaming about bugs. I don't know. I'm just making up interesting things about you. But somehow, it's true. Somehow you're known for your chicken wing love. <laughs> do you care to expand on that? And where do you, where do you go to get your fix? We need, we need some restaurant tips today from Director of Lasting Impressions. Best wings in the world. World. Lauren, here we go. Sandung. It's a Judd's Napa Valley Show exclusive. <laughs> uh, Sandung's in San Francisco. S-A-N-T-U-N-G-S. Sandung's. Okay. It's so good that right next door, they made a Sandung's number two. Because the first one is so busy. Yeah, I'm telling you, the, the wings are to die for. Tell me about the wings. I'm writing this down, by the way. San Tongues for chicken wings. Mm -hmm. In San Francisco, the best ones you'll ever have. It's a Chinese food restaurant. Uh huh. So good. And what, what is it about them? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing they're not your traditional buffalo style. It's going to have more of a uh, Chinese spicing. They're or... like this garlicky, sweet, but hot chili. There's like chili flakes and garlic. and Oh, they're so good. How many you just have to go. I will. I, trust me, I'm going to be there. I'm going to send you a postcard, uh, care of Wind Down Media. <laughs> we'll bring Thanking me back you. some while you're at it. Please. Uh, we'll 135 just... Gaster Drive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to hit that Sam, sand tongues. All right. Now, Vallejo, which still is your home, correct? You, you 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Our neighbor to the south here. I'd like to talk a little bit about that because that is really a town seems to be going through a lot of changes right now. There's some great restaurants down there. I went down there not too long ago with my mom. We just felt like going out for dinner somewhere new and we hadn't really explored and went and uh, sat at, I'm forgetting the name. It's an old seafood restaurant right there by the ferry building, but it was really good to sit and like look out at the water, a real change of pace. What, what do you like to do down there in Vallejo? What, what are you seeing that's pretty cool and interesting and some of the changes you've seen? You know, you kind of just, ex- um, just explained basically what I like to do there. I like to go down to the waterfront, mm-hmm. uh, you know, walk the pier, definitely get a bite to eat, sit there at the tap room, watch the water, have a beer, obviously. The tap room, is that the name of uh, a place or like the proper name or you're just saying like a place to get a beer? You know, it's kind of embarrassing, but I don't know the real name. I just have always called it the tap room. Me and my my friends just refer to it as the tap room. Where where is that? Um, That's right there at the waterfront, right next to the ferry building. It's actually attached to the ferry building. Oh, oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. That is a cool spot. I'm right there in the water. Do you remember what it's called? I don't. See? Okay, but, you know, hopefully folks will forgive us, but they know where it is if it's right there attached to the ferry building. Yes, and it's delicious. They have great bites as well. Other Vallejo recommendations, because I I, I hear more and more people that I know here in Napa are enjoying just, you know, once in a while for a little change of pace, heading down there, and you can get um, all kinds of different cuisine in Vallejo. You get the waterfront, which is nice. I took a tour of Mare Island uh, not long ago, saw the new Savage and Cook Distillery, which is pretty cool. A lot happening. And let's not forget Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. Of Very course. True. How could you? You see it right there from the freeway. So it's some other... called Marine World. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember, remember that. that. Mm-hmm. You guys old enough to have gone to Marine World? Barely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember it fondly as well. Once tried to ride the camel, and I was told the camel is closed. <laughs> like, how do you close a camel? Anyhow, other insider tips for Vallejo enjoyment from a Vallejo native. Oh. <sighs> If you haven't been to the waterfront, definitely check it out. There's a lot of great parks as well. Dan Foley, you know, downtown, definitely a fun time over there. That You know, I will say, not as fun as Napa downtown, though. It's a, definitely a different vibe, and there, there's quite a bit being, we're coming into its own. Like, uh, I was down there for the opening of a relatively new, it's maybe just not quite a year, been there, a new bookstore. Uh, Alibi Bookstore, hmm. right downtown, I think, in Marin. Really nice little independent bookshop. I think it's the only bookstore in Vallejo at the moment. Oh, I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's right by a, a little bar over there. Small, comfy, little bar. Oh, so there's a bar you can recommend? Uh, I actually wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> you wouldn't recommend Okay, so we don't have to give Moving the Moving forward. Well, I'm Mr. Cocktail. I like to know where to get the good drinks. Is there a good place to have a cocktail in uh, Vallejo that you enjoy? Well, like I said, the tap room has a lot of great beer. Um, like that too. Cocktails, Vallejo. You're not sure yet. Not sure yet. It's coming. It's coming. That's your homework. When I find out, you're going to let me know. Uh-huh. And I'll spread the gospel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Craycraft, the director of Lasting Impressions here at Wind Down Media. I appreciate you coming in. I've really enjoyed, you know, I've always enjoyed your presence here. And again, as I said, you know, I come in, we might have a quick interaction before I have to do the show. 
And I always kept thinking, there's more to this guy, and I'll bet it's good stuff. And I want to sit down and kind of know who he is, and I'll bet a lot of people would be interested just because Wind Down Media is such a part of our community, and so many people come through these doors, get to know you a little bit. So I appreciate you. I know you were a little hesitant to agree to do this, being that you're more of a behind-the-scenes dude. You see yourself as that, or behind, no, wait, behind the mic means on the mic. Off mic is the right terminology. In front of the mic. In front, yes. But you Both on and off the mic. Oh, now I'm off track. Or am I on your mind? Wait, always on my mind? Okay, anyhow, let me get back on this. You said you see yourself as more of an off-mic guy, and you, you kind of deal with the folks. So thank you for coming on, Mike, to talk a little bit about yourself. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I've gotten to know you a little bit better. And um, I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Thank you for bringing me on. I also enjoyed it. Uh, it's always a pleasure to hang out with Judd Finkelstein and Lauren Mole. Do you go nuts for donuts? I do. Yes, that's probably you know. It's one of my favorite things here is to see Judd walk through the door with his donuts. Well, he's always got them. Not today though. Surprisingly. Oh, I know. Not I today. know. Circumstances beyond my control kept me from stopping at the uh, fabulous Buttercream Bakery to pick up the donuts today. But I'm telling you what. Next time I'm in, extra donuts. Two, three, four, five. How many do you want? How many can you eat in one sitting? How many Samsung Samsung wings can you eat? How many donuts can you eat? You have um, you have the surprised. run of the place and an unlimited budget. How many of each could you eat uh, going in fairly hungry? Wings, oh wings I could first. Eat Twenty wings. Twenty wings. Are these full wings or wing segments? Full wings. Holy moly! Wait, wait, wait. Wing segments. I'm sorry. So like the drumette and the other piece. What do you call the other piece? I don't even know what you call that piece. Flat. The flat. Or uh, the wing. okay so 20 wing segments and donuts in a sitting oh god Um, with or without sprinkles it might differ uh, you know i could are they donut holes no no no, donuts okay probably like three four that's pretty good that's if i'm really hungry though really hungry i usually i just eat one Okay, we're going to make that a Judd's Napa Valley uh, special episode. We're going to have Sam back, and we're going to watch him eat donuts, and we're going to keep count. And um, maybe we'll have the uh, reigning Wind Down Media donut champion in our midst right here, Sam Craycraft, director of Lasting Impressions here at Wind Down Media. I want to thank you again for sitting down. I know, as I said, you were a little nervous to come in, but I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and have enjoyed getting to know you a little better. Thank you. Thank you, Judd. This is Lord Bull speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.